Hey, Shush. Hey, Dan. We've got a pretty good podcast lined up today. I am so excited for this podcast. Me too. Me too. Do you know that we have a band that is touring the US constantly, actually yep. moved to the US? They did. Recorded in Nashville? Mm-hmm. These guys have over 50,000 listeners on Spotify a month. Mm-hmm. They, they released a new single recently. Yep. They've got a song with over a million plays on Spotify. These guys are They're legitimate. legit. Like we're not we're not talking to a garage band from like <laughs> I don't know border town like we're 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 chatting to some legit people. They know here. what they're talking about. These guys are. Maybe you introduce them, sure. I've given the stats. Now you go for it. Well, we're talking to the band called Versus. These guys. So it's uh, Jess, Joel, and Luke. They're mm. um, three absolute legends from uh, Newcastle, and they worship when they're in Australia. They worship at uh, North Lake Salvos or Northies, as it's uh, called. Um, but yeah, the Salvos there in mm. Newcastle at North Lakes, and they're so good. I absolutely loved chatting to them. I don't know about mm-hmm. you, Dan, but I was just like on a high <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, me too. I want to be like their best mate now. I like know. I just kind of like let's move to Newcastle and hang out. With them. <laughs> yeah. It's a you bit know? more of a move for you than it is for me yeah that's right I'll figure it out (laughs) but yeah I loved chatting to them I really admired their depth in all their answers and just the way you can tell they love Jesus and they're just you know that is their sole focus which is just really cool and they spoke with such wisdom as well I feel you know I feel Mm -hmm. they weren't even trying they were just saying what came but it was like wow that's quite profound really you know and and quite Mm -hmm. inspirational um, one thing I noticed, which, you know, have a listen and see if you, see if you think the same, but this idea of refining kind of kept up, kept coming up. And I didn't realize mm. until we were editing it later and listening back and went, huh, that theme of refining. Cause they talk about refining in their spiritual life early on, but then talking about refining in our craft and how that's really important. And I thought that's so important for Christian creators, right? Like that mm. Jesus is constantly refining us in our, in our spirituality, in our faith. Um, and who we are, but also, you know, bringing excellence and, and refining in our craft is also really important for Jesus' sake. So I loved this podcast and mm. I can't wait for everyone to listen to it. They honestly, they oozed the Holy Spirit. I actually think I think that I you said mentioned that. it, but they really <laughs> do just ooze the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you can tell that these people, they're, they're not just going around playing music because they like music. Yeah. They're leading people into worship. And that was really, really obvious. Yeah. So. Uh, I had an absolute blast. I know Shushi loved it. Absolutely. Um, so hopefully you all love it. Now, if you do love it, though. If you do. W- what are some practical measures people can do, Shush? You've got this down pat. I've got it to ET. I've got, I've got the script going. No, so if you don't <laughs> listen to our podcast, the 7 Days podcast, you make sure you subscribe um, mm. on whatever platform you use. Make sure because every fortnight um, a podcast comes out on a website. But sometimes if you know, you're having a busy week, you might miss it on Facebook or Instagram where we advertise. So make sure you subscribe so you can check it out. And don't worry if you fall behind. You can just catch up. It's sitting there. Um, but also make sure you check out Versus. They're on Spotify. They're yes. on Apple. They're, they're everywhere. We'll put all the links in the podcast description below. They've got a new music video that is out, so you can check mm. that out. But they're legit and they're really awesome. We want to support um, our Salvos family and the amazing yeah. things they're doing. Have fun. That's it. Enjoy. Let's just listen to the pod. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. Very good. It was very good. 
welcome, welcome. Seven welcome. Days Podcast, we're here. Thanks for uh, coming back. Thank you. I am Dan. I'm Shush, and today we have... Versus. Wood, 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 wood. Hey, guys. I love the in sync. All say it together. Yeah, it was that wonderful. Was, you guys are professionals. <laughs> We've, We've done it a couple of times. Yeah, a few times. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I've got to say that uh, my son has become like the biggest fan of you guys because I played one of your songs in the car like last week and it's now his favourite song. So I am kind of like starstruck for my son right now, all right? Can I, can I say that? <laughs> he's six and he, he's all about it. He's like, let's play that song every morning on the way to school. Amazing. That's awesome. Love That's it. what you want. What song? The new one, but Thankful. we don't we don't want to get into that oh, yet. Okay, cool. okay, okay. Okay. Let's get into that. Like, don't spoil okay, it. Right, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My bad, my bad. <laughs> I'll be quiet hey, uh, now. <laughs> hey, the first thing we like to do on this thing is just kind of uh, just introduce you with some wacky questions. So we do a little thing called Fast Five, and we just ask you five quick questions, whatever comes to the mind. Let's see where they go. So, uh, Shush, do you want to lead off? Yeah, I'll start us off. All right. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Extrovert. Half, <laughs> half. Half, half. Oh, hey, you, no nice. way. Introvert, Jess. I am an introvert. I'm an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> I, fate, I, I fate being an extrovert. Uh, <laughs> you always knew the extrovert was going to answer first, right? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I was jumping straight in. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is your signature dish to cook? Ooh. Chicken schnitzel. <laughs> That's Ooh. so true. Yeah, Joel would kill those when we were in COVID lockdown in America. They were, uh, they were amazing. It was like we would come, we'd get transported back to Australia. Um, mine is probably Vegemite toast. <laughs> I'm a worse cook. Luke's cooking abilities Brilliant. have leave a lot to be desired. Uh, a signature dish. I don't know. I make a pretty mean like banana salsa that goes with our tacos. And like Ooh, no one whoa. really makes that, but I do and it's pretty epic. Hey, all right. Yeah. That's, That's I very like that. cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right, here we go. Question three. Would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in a line again? Oh. Traffic lights. Never have mm. to stand in a line. Traffic lights. The reason I say traffic lights is because I like meeting people as the extrovert. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm an extrovert. I'm like all the people. When I'm in a line, I feel good. (laughs) Now, we like to promote talent on this podcast. However, I want to know what your most useless talent is. (laughs) Maths. Just in general. No, 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 no. no. no what your most use, talent. useless talent is, Joel. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. You're going to be talented in like it. a maths genius? Because oh, I'm pretty right. sure you could use that for something, bro. Yeah, well, we just found out my other useless talent. <laughs> Understanding. Comprehension. <laughs> Again, not a talent. Um, uh, useless talent. I can juggle. That's, oh yeah, that's pretty that's useful. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's straight up useless. Because um, <laughs> kids aren't even impressed by that anymore. No. Like with nah. YouTube, kids aren't used to impressed be able, by anything. But it used to be like used to you, I used to be able to juggle four oranges or something like that, and the kids are like, oh, that's awesome. And now they don't even care. It, it's not yeah. even like you can't do eight. What are you talking about? Don't even try. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't care about anything. We went to a skate park. A guy on a scooter did a backflip, and I was like to my son, "That's crazy. That dude did a backflip," and he was like, oh, "I don't care." 
Yeah. Because he didn't, cause he didn't tail whip wow. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't really think of one. I've... I just I only have I only have useful talents. Oh. <laughs> no. He's humble. That's a good place to be. <laughs> yeah. Probably humility yeah. is useful talent. <laughs> no, I have plenty, but yeah, I can't I can't think at the moment. I'm sorry. That's all good. That's all right. All good. That's a that was a bit of a curveball there, Dan. Yeah, no, a lot of question. <laughs> all right. So you guys are based in Newcastle at the moment, right? Yep. Yes. Yes, that's yeah. right. What's your favourite thing about Newcastle? The beach. The beach. A chicken bacon walnut pasta from Goldberg's. It's my favourite m- meal <laughs> from a cafe that here in town. amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It is awesome. And Joel never finishes his food, so anyone that goes there with him gets half of his <laughs> meal as well. So uh, it's awesome. Again, extrovert sharing. Yeah. <laughs> making sure yeah. everyone else is good. Well done. Well done. You're playing into what you're good at, my friend. Exactly. Hey, uh, we all, we, we've done five, but I want to ask one more. Is that a bit oh, out there, oh, Shush? Controversial. I just want to ask one more. Five, who's, six. who's the messiest person on tour? Joel, for sure. Joel. Okay, no. cool. We just close. need to get that clear. Yeah, I love that you own that as well. Oh, Full look, smooth. I'm happy to. <laughs> totally. I'm happy to own it. Uh, These guys spend a lot of time on their own because they're introverts, so they clean up a lot. I'm <laughs> yeah. busy. Just No, yeah. just so you know that we're when we were chatting on uh, Zoom here, Joel put his hand up straight away. We weren't dropping him in. <laughs> yeah. Joel owned it. He was all about it. And yep. he's fine. It's, you know, it's, we've learned to love him despite the fact. That yeah, I'm messy. yeah, that's right. He's too busy out there talking to people. Exactly. So, yeah. so, I, mean, I care just more about other people. things. Than he can't being, clean up. Exactly. Uh, well, there we go. That's Fast Six, the first ever Fast Six. So, thanks, guys. You survived it. Well done. Wonderful. Hey, um, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll go into a bit of who you are because we haven't really even covered that at all apart from learning that they're extroverts and introverts among you <laughs> and some that are half. Um, so can you do a bit of an origin story? Let's go origin story of the band first and then we'll dive into some other individual stuff later. But yeah, can you just give an origin story of who you are, why you're here, what the band is, what you represent? Sure thing. Well, Versus, first of all, is made up of three people. I am Luke. Jessica is going to talk now. Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> and the third person. And I'm Joel. So, and they're the three. Luke is my brother. And I'm married uh, to Luke. So, so we, we are a family band. <laughs> so that's, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. So, there's three people when you hear our voices now, you'll understand who we are. Um, so, Versus kind of started... A uh, while ago now, I, I went to Joel's um, youth ministry one night to drop something off. And um, at the time, there were a lot of kids going who d- didn't really even know who Jesus was. And I thought, and um, I, I remember looking at the words on the screen and I'd sort of been going to, um, I, I've been involved in church for a long period of my life. So I um, looked at the words on the screen and I thought to myself, you know, I actually don't fully understand what they mean. Um you know, they can mean this, they can mean that, and that's fine. But I thought to myself in that moment, how, if I don't understand it, how are these other kids who don't even know who Jesus is? They don't even know, aside mm. from an, a bad word, who Jesus is. So how am I, you know, how are they going to understand it? And, you know, I've never had God audibly talk to me, but I felt in that moment, uh, I suppose, a God-inspired idea drop into my spirit, which was to create the modern-day memory verse, but using pop music as the medium as as opposed to like 
what we typically in church have had of like a, a kid's church song or something like that. So um, something, create a song that was so catchy and people enjoyed listening to, but carried the message of the word of God, um, mm. you know, believing that when that goes out, that it won't return void. It can do things in situations that we can't and don't need to go into. And so um, that was the original idea. When we started Verses, I just um, wrote a couple of songs and I honestly, um, we actually recorded the first initial demos in New York. We all traveled to New York for a holiday. Um, and I don't know if it was just, we had the space to do it, like the time to do it. Um, and uh, we, originally they were just going to be for the youth ministry. They weren't going to be anything that actually, uh, you know, uh, was a band or anything like that. We never really planned to do this uh, with our lives. Um, mm. but yeah, o- over time the songs got better and the, they sounded better. The, you know, the production was better and we decided to put them out. And, um, after our second s- s- release, we ended up in America. So that was kind of how it started to the point of when we went to America. That's so cool. I love that. That's classic God, right? Where you're like, I never planned for this, but here I am, you know? <laughs> It's Absolutely. very cool. Yeah. Now, before we kind of keep going, would you be able to give us, a guess, a bit of a overview of like your spiritual journey? Like when did you come to know Jesus? Did you grow up in the church? Because like on this podcast, we've got like all the creative stuff, but also all like our faith stuff. So do you mind individually giving us a bit of an overview of your, yeah, your, your faith? Yeah, for sure. Um, so Luke and I um, obviously grew up going to church and, um, our mum and dads were heavily involved in the church and then um, they actually planted a church um, and so they were kind of like the leaders of the team that went out to plant this church and so um, we've kind of always grown up around it. Um, I made a decision to follow Jesus at a very early age and and then again like um, really kind of cemented that decision uh, in my early teen years um, and so my faith journey has been one um, that has been my whole life. And so yeah. I'm very thankful for that. I'm very grateful for that. And so it's awesome. Yeah, cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I also grew up in the church, a different church to these guys. Uh, I had really, um, my parents have, an, all, actually all of our parents have incredible stories of transformation from I was this and now I'm this because of Jesus. And we've often talked about how we don't have that radical story of transformation. Our story is the story of God's faithfulness continually. So Mm. um, that is our testimony that once um, one generation is changed by Jesus, it doesn't have to happen again and again and again that I was this and now I'm this. It can just be that God was faithful through the generations after generation and generation. And that has been... Um, our story um, collectively and for me individually, the Lord has always been close. He has always been so real and true to me. And I think growing up, um, I always cultivated this kind of a love to worship. And I, I found him as a friend in that for through mm. my teenage years. Mm. And um, he's still constant in that. And so that is all of our testimony, I think. Mm. Oh, Beautiful. You get into my heart. I love it. I love it. I love that um, perspective, though, of, you know, our story is the faithfulness 
of God through the generations. So beautiful. I relate to that personally and, oh, love it. It's awesome. And me, uh, last, uh, Joel kind of told a story because we have a similar story, but uh, again, same thing. I'll just add to what Jess said. I actually think what's so amazing about that is that we, um, uh, because of what our parents, especially our father, have broken um, we actually stand on their shoulders. And I suppose yeah. in some ways for a show, for my father's side, that was the redemption story. For, but from our mother's side, she's actually was a Salvation Army officer and all that sort of, um, and her, you know, it, her side was just generation after generation of just serve Jesus. So one thing that's amazing about that is we actually stand on their shoulders and go from where they left off from. You know what I mean? They, mm. they do this work and we stand on their shoulders. And I hope, you know, if we ever have kids, that's the out our thing that they stand on our shoulders and keep going from where we where we left off and so that's probably been our story as well is that we've you know left off from um where our amazing parents journey as well start where they've Mm. started thank you jesus yeah that is super powerful to hear because i like like i'm in a very similar boat like my parents are officers but they're like my mum's a few generations of salvos but my dad was like broken the curse of like basically brokenness right like and and was standing on the faith and the solid ground that he had placed within us as well i think that's really really powerful and also just to hear individual story within a group setting so like Mm, i think people would say all right versus there they've got a great heart but actually individually hearing each of those stories and how they're intertwined is super powerful so thanks for sharing that absolutely (laughs) <laughs> this is this is great already. <laughs> hey, um, can I can I touch then? Like, you you're talking about the story, and again, super relatable in hearing. You know, through youth ministry, you're just wanting songs that relate effectively, yep. right? Like, if someone was to walk in off the street, like, do they even know what this is? Like that that's that's my view around a lot of that youth ministry music. Um. Style-wise, you've obviously gone the more pop route. It, was that like a super intentional thing or was that just like, I don't know, can you speak into the genre stuff? I don't know. You might get asked this like a trillion times a year, but yeah, like not that I have an issue with it. Just, just We love you. As opposed to, it's so good. As it's opposed good. to um, like worship, but yeah. straight up worship type stuff, style thing. Is that what you're talking about? or? Yeah, I guess like, yeah, why why pop? Uh, you've kind you kind of touched on it, but why why go the pop route? Well, I guess we had to fight Joel originally because he actually wanted to do jazz, and um, we <laughs> it was it was, a, it was kind of a toss up between jazz and screamo rock and roll. So <laughs> and and we landed on pop, so it was kind of like <laughs> yeah, that's great. We just tossed a coin, and that's what it landed. <laughs> Honestly, like it was just. That was just what came in. It was the it was the idea that was inspired, yeah. not a worship thing, not a yeah. necessarily a, a band thing. It was just something that we could do within our means, and it was probably. Now I think about it, it's it's, it's just about what is most success most accessible to most yeah. people. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that's the thing. And I think at the time, more so now, we try and make music for everyone. Not so at the time when we started, it was definitely youth focused. But and now, super electronic. And super electronic because like, at yeah. the time that's what pop music sounded like. Um, yeah. But now we just try and make music that everyone can listen to at any stage of their life um, and enjoy. 
you know yeah. um and so that's the goal now um and pop is probably a word that encompasses that meaning of 80 yeah. percent of people will probably like you know uh, be able yeah. to listen to this you know yeah. and so that's probably where it's more about allowing a lot of people allowing it to affect a lot of people as opposed to a genre yeah and i think like the reason i ask is because i've seen so much something brewing out of like i'm gonna say again youth ministry i know it's not what you're aiming at completely but i've seen a lot of people that are interested in music they'll go and do like i don't know like a punk band that was like the cool thing for so long (laughs) like like i guess like for you guys when i first heard you guys it was kind of like all right these guys are doing something that makes sense to everyone so i was just yeah Mm. I was just kind of clarifying that just sure. around. Yeah. I don't really like genres of music, so let's not get caught too much in on that <laughs> conversation. But yeah. Um, if we hadn't probably done this when we were 15 or 16, it probably would have been a punk band. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's that's what I've always done. So we'll see, we'll see what goes on there. I started a William Booth Project punk band at oh, one time. Go. That's what it was called. That was, that was pretty cool. Um, that's so funny. <laughs> I want to know more about this. Can we talk oh, about no, this you later, don't. Dan? You don't. No, we'll, We've all been there. We've all been there. We've yeah, all been there. That's the way it goes. I've, I've, uh, I've been there. Hey... Can can we then talk about like USA? Like that's pretty massive in just some aspect. Like you touched on, you know, you then went to America and started doing stuff. Um, what did you have to, I guess, give up from your own lives to follow that journey? Like obviously there was some kind of pitch about the US to you, right? Like can we go around? <laughs> what was the pitch first and kind of, what then, like, I kind of want to talk about how you acted on that. Well, with hindsight, we gave up a lot. Um, <laughs> at the time, it didn't seem like that. But um, I let these guys talk a little bit more about what the, the, the immediate stuff that they gave up with work and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was working full-time as a chaplain in a high school and at the time. And... Um, pretty much was happy to do that for the rest of my life. I think like I was, I was loving it. I, I love working with young people and, and, um, doing that. So, uh, to give that up, I had to quit that job, um, to be able to do this. And that was a very hard, um, Mm. thing to let go of. Um, Mm. I found that quite difficult. Um, but when, when God calls you, you have to be obedient. And, and so, Mm. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was an easy decision, but a very difficult one at the same time. Mm. Mm. Um, I I remember as I reflect back to that time, I found it extremely difficult. Um, because it just not that I was loving my job or things like that. It was just we have such an awesome community here in Newcastle that we love our church. All of our family is here in Newcastle. We have incredible friends that we've all grown up with like all our lives. And so leaving that was really hard because we were going mm. not somewhere where a church was asking us to come or a community was welcoming us in. We were literally just going on. We felt like this was the right thing to do. So we weren't going to a financial situation or community situation and it just felt like we were so on our own and I hadn't ever been in that kind of situation before because I'd 
we've just got such an awesome community. And so mm. uh, I think community was the biggest thing I had to give up. Mm. Mm. Do you want to add to that, Luke? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the other thing is, is that one thing we didn't realize that we were giving up at that time was um, the level of comfort that we live in in Australia and yeah. and mm. things like that, especially in Newcastle. You know, Newcastle is a, it, it, it's a uh, extremely comfortable place to live. And um, one of the things about uh, doing this was it challenged our comforts a lot. It challenged mm. what we um, felt was something what that... What we w- thought we were we had a right to. Yeah, like yeah. exactly right. It, what we felt like was our right was things like coffee every day. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, you know, the, I'm not saying it's bad to get coffee every day. I'm just saying... <laughs> that was what we, you know, that was challenged in the sense that we couldn't do that. And, um, yeah, just these, yeah, staying in a certain way and not have, you know, it it broke down a lot of those things that we thought, um, uh, were our right, not even our rights, just things that were were a part of our everyday life. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, that was probably some of the things that were, uh, taken away or, and, and I suppose you can only say that with hindsight too. We never, we didn't yeah. know that as we were preparing. Yeah. We only knew that as we were there and went through it and yeah. Mm. Mm. It, yeah. It's obviously like a very impactful journey, right? Like obviously we're talking in hindsight, like you were saying, but like, so I like I've toured before, right, with band stuff, and people look in on it and go, "Oh, you must be having fun, you know? You're in you're in America, you're doing this. How great is it to go?" I remember at one point being like, oh, "I've got to fly to Europe tomorrow, and I just don't want to go," right? And people are like, "You're crazy," but there's so much actually behind the scenes that's taking personal toll, mm-hmm. where like for me, like that's where God spoke to me the most. Like it's almost like. Similar to what you're saying, that where it's like it's almost like he broke me down in some aspect to realize how lucky I was in some in some way. Um, not that you know, boohoo, we're doing something great, but <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting to hear the story behind not what you would what anyone would normally see, right? Um, totally. And I think that's really powerful. And mm. particularly for this podcast, we're trying to use this as a platform, I guess, to inspire people who are like-minded individuals that might feel like they have nowhere to go with their talents, those kind of things. And I think if they're to pick something up from that, it is you do have to act in obedience and it's not always sunshine and lollipops. It's actually like you've just got to put your faith in God and go for it. And I'm sure in hindsight you would say that it's also a blessing. Um, But yeah, I, I think the act on obedience is so massive when it comes to creative arts, especially when you want to make it your life. And like you guys had solid jobs and you gave that up to like, who knew where your paycheck was coming, you know? So (laughs) yeah, I think that's a really important lesson for people who are listening to, to pick up from that. So that's really good. Yeah. 100%. And I think that was the first like six months of the journey for me was that lesson of just actually like um, saying yes. And then having the faith that God was in control Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not trying to control it all myself. And so I think the first, the first six months for me was like, I'd never experienced anxiety and things like that before. And mm. it hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm. And it wasn't really until, you know, I, I, 
I'd lay in bed and I'd have conversations with God. I'm like, God, I'm doing what you've asked me to do, but I'm feeling these things that yeah. I, I thought you shouldn't feel when, you know, you, you're doing what God's told you to do. And I just clearly, like, clearly revealed that like, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And I was, I'd said yes, but I was kind of leaning on what I understood. I was leaning on my own mm. understanding. And yeah. so, um, for, for anyone out there who feels like God is calling you or something like that, there is a yes, but then there's also like letting go of control and letting God lead you mm. and letting God, mm. um, really kind of take the wheel. And, um, so that was like, like you said, it wasn't all, all, uh, tulips and sunshine and rainbows <laughs> in the first, like it was, it was hard, like it was hard, yeah. but li- like looking back now, it's changed my life, you know? Mm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not like what you were leaving, like God, I'm sure was moving in those ministries you were involved in. So it's not like God wasn't doing anything. You went on, oh, because God's calling. It's like, but God, you're doing a good thing here. I'm sure that was hard to give up, you know. And I know living overseas myself, like I personally, yeah, it's like when you strip all that back, all you have to rely on is God. And you're like, God, you're it or nothing. Like it's it's really do or die here, you know, and it's it's pretty powerful stuff. Mm. Now, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, but were you youth pastor at the time? Were you a youth pastor as well? Yeah, and so I was kind of like, uh, um, yeah, I was a youth pastor. I was kind of just on the team and I was like leading the team. And so you can say youth pastor and that, but I just really kind of felt like I was a youth leader. And so, yes. yeah, I was, I was heavily involved in youth ministry and had been for like, I don't know, 10 years. Like it was... Grew up in it and then still like, is now. I'm I'm back doing youth now. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh look at that. Yeah. So so I can imagine it would have yeah that weight would have been really heavy because I like if you're somewhat leading a group you can say youth pastor or whatever yeah, you want to yeah, call yeah. it but if you're leading a group like moving away from that there would be a lot of mixed emotions with that. So I yeah. can recognize how heavy that weight would have been yeah, for to sure. take that leap, right? Yeah, um, definitely. Which, yeah, I think is, I don't know. I, we were not planning on talking about this, but this is kind of where it's landing at the moment. It's actually like it's a it's a heavy weight. Like there's a responsibility there, but um, acting in obedience and being faithful is just so great. Like yeah. God is always faithful in those Absolutely. moments. So. 100%. And I would say it's it is heavy, but it's it's also just the I would say that like what you're saying before, Shana, um, God moved in all the He moved Absolutely. in everything we did. He He yeah. was do it. He was faithful, and we that's what we expected. We expected mm. that when we stepped out in faith, that God would move and use us, mm. but we didn't expect to be refined at the same time. That's not what we weren't <laughs> yeah. expecting. Yeah. And I'd say that's the part where you think about it. And this is, this is why it's not heavy. It's, it's actually the nature of our relationship with God. We don't go there just to minister to other people. God still wants to have a relationship directly with us as well. Yeah. And so if his purpose is to relate to us, then he's going to want to do things in our lives as well as other people's lives through us and then in, uh, directly with them as well. So we went there thinking we're going to be used and God opened so many miraculous doors for us to go there that we thought, oh, this is all happening. And then we went there and he refined us. Do you know what I mean? And he did. And he's, and I would say we feel like we're at the start line now after a refining period. And so, um, it's not the, it's not a heavy thing. It's, it's a, it's, it's actually, 
it's stripping away things that has actually made our life much easier because as we approach things now, like COVID last year, I would say that we didn't have a worry in sense, in the sense of like what a typical worry would be. You know what I mean? We didn't approach the situation with fear, even although we were on the other side of the world, Mm. we were running out of money. We all had trust and we all had faith and it, we, and and it was that classic Bible verse we talk about, which is his burden is light. And, and it was mm. last year. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean there's not yeah. consequences of living in our physical world. It just means that when you go through this, it, it, Jesus proves himself faithful. And when mm. he proves himself faithful, um, you can, you can trust in that. And then you can stand on that and do all the things that he's asked you to do as well. Mm, that's really good. So let's talk about COVID then. Yay. Um, you were living in the states when yep. that hit. Yep. Yeah. We we uh, we flew to the state. On. We flew to the states just as like um, masks became like a like you got to wear them kind of thing. Or not even not actually even, before then, then we like we wore them and we thought we it was them. such a novelty. We're like, yeah. look at these masks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Um, so we um, had we had no twelve idea. months of shows booked because um, so twelve months of shows booked and we got there. We did three and went into lockdown. And they all got cancelled. Yeah. Oh no! And, so, and then obviously you couldn't leave. No. Co- correct. Correct. So you had no source of income. Everything you were going over with. Uh, shut uh, down. Everything shut down. And yep. then we called it early and came home in September. So that was still a long, yeah. like seven, eight months. Mm. Yeah, wow. What did that seven, eight months look like for you guys? We were in close proximity. We were. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, we were. <laughs> we, oh, we so actually, actually, like, so I, um, I'm married and so my wife travels with us as well. And so um, there's three of us in the band, but then there's um, Danielle who who was with us as well. So we live in the same house over there. We lived in the same house, um, and so we really got to know each other quite well. <laughs> it was actually awesome. The yeah, house we awesome. got was amazing. It was actually such was a provision. A that was a god thing for sure. But we ended up doing a lot of online things. Um, yeah. Yeah, we cool. spent a lot of that that um, the lounge room of that became the backdrop for our whole online thing that we did a lot that year mm-hmm. we ended up writing a lot and um we worked a lot on the song that we'll talk about the song to be talked about <laughs> don't uh, spoil it yet and so um uh, and, can, and can i say congratulations by the way joel oh thank on, you very much look this i i took the glory from shush because she oh, told no. me before this started that she was stalking you on instagram and saw that you were having a baby so congratulations yes. you brought you up your wife much. that's a good segue yeah, yeah. <laughs> baby yeah. yeah. very excited very so nervous good. very yeah. all the feelings but yeah. yeah no it's great so early november the uh the family Yay. will grow so good. there you go you're gonna yeah. have a tour well, baby tour baby <laughs> that's right so so covid's obviously was pretty impactful. We could mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? I guess from now on, has that changed perspective on how you guys are going to approach things? Like, like, are you going back to America to live? Do you not know yet? Are you staying where you are? I know I was speaking to you on the phone, Luke, and you were talking about a house that you guys got or are getting. Which again, congratulations! It's all happening, babies and homes. Like, but yeah, so what does this mean? Up. Does this mean you're going to settle down a bit more Australia-wise, or or you just don't know? It's a big question mark. 
Honestly, we are so open-handed. Um, yeah. Our, we, we still feel like this is what the Lord is calling us to do. And if yeah. the world is mm. shut down um, the way it is right now, we will do that in any way that he's asking us to do. And so when he calls us to go on a tour or do something else, like he will make a way. So we're so open-handed with it. We haven't really mm. like sat down as a group and said, what do you think we should do? Because it's never really the way that the Lord's led us. We've always kind of, um, we have this band motto that follow peace and whatever feels mm. peaceful. We know that that's the way the Lord leads. He doesn't lead out of obligation or fear or, um, mm. or worry that we're going to miss out or things like that. He'll lead us in peace. And so we're peaceful to be here at the moment and recuperating from four years of tour and, um, hanging with our families, but we're still so 100% committed to the mission he's called us to. Yeah. Mm. Right now it's, it's pretty hard to go back there. So we might as well enjoy. Oh, he might call us to Africa, Luke. Oh yeah, that's true too. That is true. <laughs> Which but, would be hard to go to. As well. Yeah, that would be <laughs> pretty much hard to leave Australia and come back and be okay to come back. Correct. Um, but so right now. It, it, we are enjoying being back here because yeah. that's that's mm. what's in front of us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the idea will be to go back and to play the songs that we are writing and releasing at the moment. Um, but we we can't do that at the moment because of the way the world is. And mm. um, you know, if that happens next year, great. Um, yeah. If it happens, you know, and that's again what I was talking about when we talk about before from what we've learnt through what God has done in our lives, through the refining process, we approach this, you know, crazy time with actually an ease because we trust God. We trust that it's mm. going to, that he has a plan and he has a purpose and, and you know, um, that even with, you know, with us getting a house and Joel having a kid and all that sort of stuff that we will, it'll be, it'll work out and mm. it will. I think one awesome thing about um, God giving us the vision is when things look like they're about to fall over, we're like, well, it was your idea, Lord. Like, <laughs> yeah, this one's coming back on you. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Is it beautiful, that peace that surpasses all understanding, right? Yeah. That just totally. like, this makes no sense. Yeah. This is ridiculous, totally. but I've got this crazy peace. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. Yeah. That was all. That, that's just... That was a good statement. That's a great statement. Amazing. I was just looking at the screen. I wasn't sure what Luke was doing with his mic. I thought he had his mask on. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to not talk talk into it while we're not, while I'm not talking. As you are. Hey, um, can I touch on like worship band versus band versus like. I'm saying verses a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, you like, <laughs> as, you've, as your name. That that's us? all right. Do we get like, our own category? Like, yeah, like, like I get, like, there's this, there's a saying that like, I know some people have incorporated that's like, it's either a Christian band or it's a band full of Christians, right? Like, sure. like, where do you guys kind of like sit with that stuff? Because I recognize you guys as a band per se, but is this, or is, or do you just not care and you're just doing what? you know, you just do and you're not categorizing anything because it's kind of annoying. Yeah, I think the latter. That one. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> we do work. We, 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 the purpose of us writing songs is, here's is how we classify it. When we write a song, the purpose is not to sing at church. Hmm. If people yep. want to sing it at church, that's fantastic. We have no issues with people singing it at church. But the purpose of 
what we feel like God's asked us to do is to write the songs for people to have in their day-to-day lives. Mm. And I'm not saying worship music can't do that. I'm just saying that's what we feel for us. And so that's how we classify it more so. So if, you know, but we all are involved in worship at church and we all have big parts. Worship has played a massive role in all our lives. And we always lead worship as verses as well, except we probably play other people's songs when we do that because when worship is the goal, um, it's, it, you know, people worshiping is, is the goal. And so, you know, yeah. playing other people's songs, they usually know them and, and they are able to engage, you know, with worship when, um, what we do is a little bit more part of everyone's day to day lives and probably, um, more, uh, listening. listening. Yeah. That's a good way. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just, Yeah. I'm just being annoying and trying to categorize stuff really when it's just kind of like, <laughs> let's just, yeah, let's just do what God's called us to do. Like the vision of the song is all you need, right? Yeah. Like let's actually put something out there that makes sense to people it, um, and in their own environment and let's go. Yeah, like that's, totally. that's great. That's an answer in itself, right? So I'll, I'll stop being annoying and trying to categorize everything. <laughs> One thing, I, I know I'm talking heaps, but I, I've, I've thought about this heaps because I have, I am like a categorizer to the nth degree, but one thing that I've come to is, is that again, when we look at Jesus life, he wasn't just like a Christian and then he did this. It was just, he just had his life. He was just, and his life was his lifestyle and he was, he was who he was. And so whether you're a Christian band or a band of Christians or, um, you're a worship or not worship, the idea is, is that you don't change is that your lifestyle is the way it is. And if you're right about this, you, you're right about this. If you're right about, you know, what, if you want to, if you're, ideas for worship that's great but it, it doesn't change between two two uh different uh approaches you know what i mean so it's just this is who i am this is how i uh what you know who god's made me and this is how i approach things mm. it's 100%. less dualistic yeah that's a great answer sorry shush i'm hogging the mic over here have you got anything to add oh no i mean i'm, I'm loving life just listening and adding <laughs> in when i do it's all good um <laughs> Well, maybe now's the perfect time then. I was going to say, I want to talk about Thankful. Yeah. Your song is so good. Here we go. We've released the song name on the pod. The new single, Thankful. Yes. Let's let's talk about it. How's how's the response been, first and foremost? It's been so good. It's been such a great response. Like the amount of people that have told us that they listen to that song in the car every morning to start their day is countless. It's unreal. And that's what my son does. It's what he does every morning on the way to school. What a great way to start your day. Because I can be like, all right, tell me three things you're thankful for today. And he will tell me three things he's thankful for on the way to school. Like, praise the Lord. It's the best thing ever. So anyway, good. so I'll, I'll personally thank you guys for the song just for that reason. <laughs> there you go, teaching That's moment. awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So what? Give us, give us kind of the rundown of, I guess, the meaning behind the song's quite obvious in some respect. But what? <laughs> run us through kind of where that came from. Luke. Luke, <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm talking. Do you want me to tell your you, story? You Joel want, can tell your story. Yeah, you try and tell. I've told the story a fair bit. Let's see if Joel can tell my story. About how I wrote, no, I'll tell, I'll tell. Yeah, you tell. Joe can come in. Um, so we come home from America in 2019, as the start of 2020, and 
um, we'd been talking, uh, we needed to write, you know, we were trying to write new songs and it was becoming a little bit of a weight on, on the shoulders, I suppose. It was becoming a bit of a chore. Um, and, uh, Sometimes in those positions, when it becomes a weight and a chore, I suppose I can expand. This is a podcast, so we'll go in, and people who listen to this might write songs or or write stories or write yeah, um, poems. poems they do. You know, they do. Um, so y- you probably understand. There's times where um, you feel like oh, I can't write another song in my. I'm never going to write another song in my life. That's it. Mm. I've done. I'm done. And um, it feels it's very dry. And at that time, what I personally do which is the wrong response, I think. But I'll tell you what I do is I just keep working. I just keep trying and I keep trying. And what happens is I keep failing and I keep getting, uh, it gets it more and more of a burden. And so I remember working one day and, and so if you do that, this is, if you're like me and you do that, this might be a really good uh, way to combat this. Jess came into me and she said, Luke, my family's going on a holiday. We're going. And I, I honestly didn't want to go. In fact, I tried to get out of it. I tried, I was like, I'm just going to keep working. And she said, no, we're going. And I, I said, okay, cool. Uh, right, let's go. So we were leaving. Such a horrible wife. Oh, I know. No. Make it a scale. Must take a holiday. And, and as we were going to Foster, which is one of my favorite places in the world too. So it's not like, that's what I'm saying. Like that's the kind of position you get in where you feel like yeah. there is yeah. no other way out. You just got to keep going until you get something. So we were driving to that holiday and I, uh, I just had just got over. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to work for the next few days. It is what it is. Just enjoy the days. That's good. And we were driving through a place called Lakes Way, which is a, a road that leads to Foster, which is about two hours north of Newcastle. And, uh, it's an amazing road. It's got, uh, it's a, it winds through these trees, uh, old trees and I don't know what happened we had the windows down and I I guess I just started to relax and I just started to sing this song and next minute I grabbed Jess's phone and I sang the whole chorus of thankful and the choir part that happens after the chorus directly into Jess's phone just word for word I'm thankful I'm thankful yes I am you've been so good that I say it again oh I'm thankful I'm and I was like, wow, that's awesome. That's a great, that's a great little catchy chorus there. And I repeated, re- repeatedly sang that for the whole time we were away for the next three or four days. And literally I'd had no guitar or anything to try and put it down. I just repeatedly sang that chorus. And we got back and I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'll, I'll work on that. I woke up the next day after getting back and we went out early in the morning and I remember walking outside and I was struck by this overwhelming sense of thankfulness. I was just like, oh my goodness, what? Yeah, I couldn't believe it was like this uh, divine sense of thankfulness. I was, I hadn't experienced it before. And I kind of thought to myself in that moment, wow, this is, um, we need to finish this song because I've literally sang this over my life for the last three days and the fourth day and it I've woken up and it's a reality in my life. Um, and, and so we went, we, I put that high on the priority list. I went in and I will say that it flowed so quickly. It just came, all the words that came, um, 
these guys came after that i kind of worked out the track and worked out some things and then these guys came in and we finished all the lyrics and melodies together and all of it was it was fun it was so light much fun. it was fun writing it we had uh, i just because we can go into a little bit more depth there's this part in the song if you listen it goes really fast the the singing goes really fast and i was so excited <laughs> that i wanted to write um uh, a line that was excited like a quarterback on any given Sunday. <laughs> I was just like, yes, this is, sick. this is awesome. Like that's how it feels to be thankful. Like you're the dude. Anyway, they very much canned that line very quickly. <laughs> and so, but that, um, came out very quickly and yeah, we just had this song. We were left there going, oh my goodness, this is actually a good song. And so... Um, yeah, it's crazy how, what happens when, um, yeah, you just sort of do what God asks you to do and take a rest. I think yeah, we actually, yeah. like, I think actually, um, we don't give enough credit to rest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, um, there's a reason why it talks about taking a Sabbath and like, yeah. it's, it's important. And so yeah. as creatives and, um, as people who push and push and push, uh, rest is very important to yeah. creativity. Yeah. And so that's and an example. I wonder, I wonder on that, Joel, I wonder with a little bit of hindsight, if I had have kept pushing and had a case stayed at home, if we had a, would have written thankful. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny that as a creative, you feel like sometimes if I don't keep doing it or I'm never going to write a song and then the song, can't, like that song just came because I took a break. Yeah. And I sort of think, I wonder, I might not have written the song if I had stayed. I might have just been too up, like too uptight. Up, uptight. I suppose that's the right word. It's frustrated. Yeah. Frustrated. That's anyway. a great story. How how often do you just get a chorus just come to you? A lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. I, <laughs> I often Cheers. say, I, I often say inspiration happens all the time and it's very short. What you do yeah. with that inspiration is what matters. And so inspiration mm. can be like 10 seconds. You don't need to write, a, you, you don't need to be inspired to like write a whole song. You need to be inspired mm. by a, a word even or a catchphrase or a melody. And then it's what you do with that. I remember um, mm. early on when I was, before when I was telling about how the first six months for me was very tough. Um, one uh, afternoon, Luke coming down to me and just saying, uh, I want you to get a piece of paper and I want you just to write for 20 minutes and just write anything and everything that you're feeling on that piece of paper. And so I did that and I just wrote it all down. And then he took that piece of paper and like no word of a lie, half an hour later came back down with the full song, Letting Go, which is one of our songs. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's very cool though. Yeah, it's cr it was, very cool. It was amazing. <laughs> I Oh, were you going to say something, Luke? Yeah, no. And sometimes songs have taken ages as well. Yeah. Just so you know, like sometimes they yeah. happen fast, and sometimes they take ages as well. Um, art, I would say even five songs. Yeah. Five songs took us five years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, and so even a song that comes that fast can take a long time to refine. Still needs yeah. refining. And so yeah. sometimes we've had a, that was a lyrically. Yeah, like and we sometimes we've had a little little idea, and worked on it for a year we're still some yeah. of our songs are still that and they're good ideas but we're still in the process of working them out 
which I think is an awesome thing for Christian creatives or Christ following creatives. Um, I think it's important for us to refine and not Mm. just say, oh, this is just my gift and he'll accept Mm. it anyway that Mm. we want to bring it. Like, I think we have an obligation to reflect heaven on Mm. earth and heaven is excellent. It's wonderful and it's spectacular. And uh, we might not bring the perfect gift, but if we can bring our best, like not just, oh, we tried this and now it sounds good, we'll put it out, but refine and refine to reflect his glory. I think that's an that's a real um, responsibility that all of us as Christian creatives actually have. And I yeah. think that's been one of the biggest lessons for me to, and the yeah. biggest things for me is, is um, as the vocalist and as Luke, my brother being the producer and everything like that, um, vocal takes that I think are fine, um, Luke's like, they're not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and that happens more than you know. And Joel is very gracious about that. <laughs> and uh, so there's been a few times where I've really had to, you know, take a breath. And <laughs> but, but it's true because I think that there's so many times where I'm like, that's, that's good enough. And Luke's yeah. like, no, you can do better. We can do better than that. Let's push. Yeah. Like, you know. Mm. Yeah. And so, Excellence, but not perfection. You know, it's what we're yeah. striving for. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I want to... Oh, sorry. I no, 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 no. You do it. No, do your thing. Sorry. Talk over it. Let's say we'll get a word in. <laughs> I want to I pivot slightly. Um, something you said before was um, the singing the song Thankful for a couple of days, it became the reality in your life. And I think... Mm. There's something powerful about speaking scripture, singing scripture, singing songs of Jesus' truth over you. I would love to hear if you have any thoughts on that, if you can talk about the idea of singing um, these truths over your life, um, even when it's tough or maybe when it's good. I don't know. I just really liked that idea and I'd love to talk about it a bit more. Uh, We love that idea and that's actually the core like one of the core foundations of our our mission that we Mm. totally grab hold of the verse that when the word is sent out, it will not return void. And so um, song is such a great way to get things stuck in your head. So if we just wrote it down and spoke it out, um, sure, we might learn it a hundred times, but if you hear it three times in a song and you begin to sing that, um, we just think there's such power in speaking out the word of God, whether it's in a melody form or not. But um, that is so our mission to put stuff scripture in people's mouths that they have to sing it out over their lives and write a song that's so good and catchy that people can't deny listening to it and then do that mm-hmm. yeah you know i mean mm-hmm. so that's what we, our prayer is with thankful it's a catchy song and i just pray that it goes as wide as possibly can because if the reality is for me that after singing that that i feel thankful then i'm not that different to anyone who's listening so hopefully that's the reality for them as well is that they feel that yeah. same way and thankfulness is it, it, it says i will enter your course with thanksgiving in my heart that's how you go before god thankfulness and that's massive like we yeah. talk about all these other things so much but thankfulness is such an easy um powerful thing um for our lives and so um we did that with letting go which is joel's talking about like it was literally in my head when joel bought me that piece of paper that said that I'm going to write a song for Joel to sing over his life. Mm. And so that's when we wrote the song, Letting Go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's something so powerful about 
speaking, singing, those thoughts, those scriptures, those truths of your life in the good times and the bad times, you know, and mm-hmm. believing for that reality, that that promise that God gives us or whatever it is. I think yeah. there is spiritual power. I think things spiritually shift in the atmosphere mm-hmm. when we yeah. cling to that. You know, the enemy doesn't want that. So I sure. think that's so powerful. Totally. And I love that you guys are incorporating it into your songs so that it's easier. It's yep. catchier. We don't have to remember the verse. We've got the song to remind us, yeah. you know? That's exactly And right. I'll even jump off the back of that again. I would say that if you want to know what God thinks about a situation, sing worship. You know what I mean? Mm. Seeing things of him because what's, what a situation is like if you are looking at it in just your day-to-day life will look different if you invite God in through yeah. prayer, worship, and that's what these songs are. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah. uh, in terms of like, even if you're listening to worship, so that's, that's got, so that's just a little addition, but I would always think if you want God's input on the, in a decision in your life, then actually make that decision in worship because then you'll mm-hmm. get God's perspective. Changes your view. 100%. And filling, I'm a really passionate about filling your life with like the things of God. And like, so for example, Netflix, love Netflix, but binge watch a show and it's all I'm thinking about sure. for like the next however long. But if we're, you know, filling ourselves with the word of God, with prayer mm. and worship and whatever, then that's what we're going to be. Yeah. It's going to be reforming our thoughts, right? Mm. And re- reframing totally. our perspective. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. That's my two cents. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> hey, uh, so thankful single. Is there like, is there an album coming soon? Is there new music coming soon? What's going on there? I think our label will hope that there is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, like, yeah, a hundred percent. There's a music video. There's a music soon. video coming video very coming. soon. Yeah. So maybe that'll be out yeah. by the time this goes to air. Actually, so you might be able to see what we look like on. Uh, camera, especially Joel and Jess. So I kind of stand up the back, which is how I like it. Um, when we went in for one of the final edits, like the director's like, any notes? And Luke said, take me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is way too much of me in it, seriously. Too many, too many shots of me, take me out of it. Um, but yeah, we definitely, we have a lot more songs. It actually has, because of the nature of what's happened with us being here in uh Australia to do to release thankful we've had to do everything for it um, ourselves so all the art all the videos everything you see is us so mm-hmm. it's taken a lot of our time and effort to do all of all of this stuff so a lot of our um, uh, uh, resources has gone into thankful at the moment um, we have a bunch of other songs that are there but they will sort of we will probably try as hard as we can with thankful to get it as far and as wide as we can. And then, you know, our EP will follow or album will follow depending on um, how many songs we have. Yeah. 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 And we'll chuck all the links up and awesome. you know, yeah, awesome. all the places to go. They'll be in the description and yeah. That's what you call it, right? The description, podcast description? Yeah. yeah. So. Yep, that's great. Let's I know, I'm pointing down point like down everyone can here. see me. Uh, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get all that out. We'll get your website, Spotify, Amazing. all that stuff. We'll put awesome. all that out. So you can click on <laughs> yeah. that at the bottom. and Because everyone and should listen. It it's really good. Oh, it really is. That. It really it's is. in my head Thanks, all day. <laughs> um, we're not going to take any more of your time. Thank you for giving us so much already. But um, we're just going to, like, we just want to honour you guys. Um I think hearing the heart that you have is super, super powerful. Hearing your individual stories has been really powerful. Um, it's obvious that you're just going where the spirit leads you and that um, 
is probably like can be rare sometimes, which is not great. But hearing you guys and your story is so uh, encouraging and so uplifting. Um, thank you for going through those hard decisions. Thank you for not sleeping when you're on the road. Thank you for like, yeah, I'm assuming you don't get great sleep on the road. Thank you for smelling and wearing the same T-shirt at every show and sweating in it and those kind of things. Thank you guys so much for that. And thank you for just letting Jesus be the king of your lives. I like yeah. just want to honor you guys for that. It's, it's yeah. phenomenal. And hopefully um, you can inspire just thousands and thousands of people. And that's our prayer for you guys. Let's inspire them. Let's get people singing this life. Uh, words of life over their life. Um, yeah. So, it, I, like, I know I was joking around my son. Like, the best thing ever is that that is my son's favorite song. Because, like, awesome. what what better thing to be teaching a six year old yeah. than to be thankful for what God's given him? Like, totally. That's it's great. So, like, honestly, I'm very thankful for that. So, um, yeah, yeah. just want to awesome. honor you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. I want to honor you. I want to like. The Holy Spirit, this is a gross kind of description, but like is oozing like out of you. It's just so evident. Glowing. Maybe I'll say glowing. I don't know. Choose <laughs> Oozing's great. Oozing's kind of disgusting, but like it's just so evident in your lives and in the way you speak from like the moment we started talking. I was like, kind of like, wow, the, you guys have such depth in your like love and passion for Jesus and the way you speak about your faith is just is deep and I recognize that and I love that and I think that's really beautiful so thank you for chasing Jesus despite I mean you have a huge platform like you have massive you do all sorts of things but you are clearly so grounded in Jesus and I want to honor that and I want to bless that in Jesus name and pray that you would keep pursuing him keep being obedient to where he's leading you because it's a very cool journey and we're here we're cheering you on we love what you guys do and we're supporting you but Thank you for coming on the podcast. We've loved having you. Thank, Thank you so Thank for you having us. Thanks a lot. Thank Thanks you. so much Appreciate for having it us. All. Very Thank kind you for words. Very it's been kind. very fun. I I forgot to say thank you for like being an officer's kid for a little bit because that that's that's a hard <laughs> life, guys. That's a hard life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll keep it there. <laughs> that's it. No, thank you guys so much. Hopefully yeah. it wasn't wasn't too much of a bore for you. It was no, it's great. Awesome. It was great. Thank Loved you it. so much for yes. creating space for us and having us. It's been very awesome. Good. It was very good. And behold, very good. It was very good. It was very good. It was very good. It was very good. And behold.